Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of the Cardone Solutions Podcast. I am your host of the Cardone Solutions Podcast. My name is David Bradley, training facilitator and coach with Grant Cardone. I'm bringing you weekly sales solutions, sales tips, sales strategies, and a couple attitude adjustments thrown in there for good measure directly from the 10x world of Grant Cardone. Check this out. 80% of what we do here at Cardone Training Technologies is 100% free. So the purpose of the podcast is to make sure that the free stuff we're putting down, you are picking it up and you're plugging it into your sales, your business, and your life. So thank you in advance for hitting that subscribe button. And if you're getting some value from this, please make sure that you're shooting this out into the cyberspace so that other folks can benefit from it too. Today's episode, today's episode is going to be some hard-hitting, tough love punch in the face. We're going to be talking about 11 limiting beliefs that you may or may not have that are literally holding you back. And we're going to talk about what to do about them, most importantly. But as you know, before I get into all that, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Today's episode of the Cardone Solutions Podcast is brought to you by Grant Cardone's Cardone University Coaching Program. The hardest part about training salespeople is simply finding the time to get it done. The next two pieces, content and accountability. So check it out. 80% of managers report being too busy to train and develop their team the way they wish they could. Here's what we have for you. Over 30 plus managed learning courses already developed, teed up, ready to go. There is an 88% improvement in production productivity when coaching and training gets involved. So I don't know what an extra 88% would look like in your business, but would it be worth a conversation? Maybe you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, and you're trying to launch a new company. And either you or your small team has no formalized fundamental sales skills. Would you like that for your people? And would you like that in a very short period of time? Maybe you've been doing this for a while. You're a busy person and you got way too much going on, just like the 84% of managers I talked about earlier. How would you like to have a way to keep yourself and your sales team engaged, motivated, accountable, and duplicating data that increases sales volume and profitability while lowering extraneous costs like turnover and at the same time increasing your market share. We can do all that for you to the tune of 15 to 30% in as little as 90 days. So the next step for us would be to hop on a short consultation call to see if this is or is not the right thing for you. Head on over to cardonesolutions.com forward slash coaching to get on my calendar. That's cardonesolutions.com forward slash coaching. One more time for good measure, cardonesolutions.com forward slash coaching. And now, on with the show. This will be a preview of what you can expect from the coaching program. Are you ready? Buckle up, get a helmet, let's go. On with the show. 11, 1 1, limiting beliefs and what to do about them. I'm going to give them to you. So, uh, also, not uh, don't feel left out. Don't feel like you're going to be alone in this thing. I'm going to list off these 11. Some of them are going to be right up your alley, others not so much. But the bottom line is, I've gone through some of these myself. So I don't want to just talk about what they are and then leave you high and dry. We're also going to talk about what to do with them. And so the first reality that I want to give you is that a lot of times what we say to ourselves or what we even say out loud is, is, is a method, is a way, is one of the ways that we actually make sense of not living to our full potential. 
what we say to ourselves, what we say out loud, is one of the ways we make sense of us not living to our potential. And the 11 phrases I'm going to give you, I pulled from a blog, an old school post of Grant's, uh, a blog post he put up a couple years ago. So we're going to talk about what they really mean. I'm going to give you the list. I'm going to give you the 11 limiting beliefs, but we're also going to talk about what they're actually saying, what they really mean in reality. And then I'm going to get into what to do about it. And these are things that you may hear all day, every like more than once. You may, you may not even be the one saying it. Maybe somebody that you work with says it, and this could also be an indication to you about what they're really saying, which might mean if you're in a leadership position or just even an employee or a salesperson that maybe you might need to create a little distance or help them fix this for themselves. Okay? So while we're going through these, first and foremost, make sure that you take care of you first. Okay? If you're on a plane and the cabin loses air pressure, you got to put your mask on first. So let's talk about how this applies to you, and you can then also start thinking with maybe come back and do it again, how you can use this data to help other people. So when you hear it, hey, do I do that? I, I'm going to go through the list. I've done these things. I've done some of these, okay? So is it you? Is this me? Is Dave talking about me right now? Is he like nailing on the head with this thing? What level of agreement are you going to have with these? So as I list these off, just start thinking. Ask yourself, hey, is this me? How, to what degree am I, uh, what degree in a, am I in agreement? And are you allowing, this is the big one, are you allowing this line of thinking to keep you from creating the life you want and deserve? So let's get, let, let's get after it. All 11 in a row. Okay, you ready? One. I hate Mondays. Now, this, this particular episode is being released on when? A Monday. So did you say it? Did you say, I hate Monday today? Did you hear somebody else say it? Did you see somebody post it up on the Twitter? I hate Mondays. What does that really mean? Well, I'll tell you what Grant thinks it means, and I, I tend to agree. It means, I know I'm not going to make big money this week. you probably make some money, but not big money. And if you ain't making big money, then what's the point? Of course you hate Mondays. Number two, I'm not an extrovert. That's not me. I'm not an extrovert. I'm more of an introvert. What that really means, what that could be code for, is I'm okay being broke. Three, I got some stuff planned. That's code for I'm procrastinating. Number four, I'm trying. I'm trying. Who says that? I say it. You say it. What does it really mean? What could it actually in reality mean? Could, could very well mean, most likely, that somebody, whoever's saying it, is about to quit. Number five, that's not my job. That is not my job. Hey, man, not my job. Not my job. Have you said that? Have you heard that? First and foremost, just, just so you know, uh, this phrase is one of the, uh, it's, it's, got, it's in the top three things to say out loud at Cardone Training Technologies to end your career at Cardone Training Technologies at light speed. You want to get yourself fired? Use that in a sentence on the regular and you will not last very long. 
But what and, and why? Why why is that an issue for us? Because it means that I'm a follower. I'm not a leader, not of myself. I have no initiative. I'm not willing to go the extra mile. I do just enough. Just enough don't fly. Number six, money isn't everything. That is code. That is actually what that means. And I believe this wholeheartedly is I've quit financially. That's somebody literally trying to make sense of why they're broke. Number seven, patience is a virtue. Means I'm not in a hurry for success. This is something I've wrestled with. There's a dichotomy to it. It's going to get interesting in a minute. Number eight, put your money in an IRA or a 401k. What that really means. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, this has been me. I've done this. I've made this mistake. I've had this issue. What it really means is this. I have no clue what I'm doing with money. So I'm going to give it to these people. Okay, and they're going to charge me a whole bunch of fees. I'm going to get some leftovers if I'm lucky. Number nine, I don't have time. All that means, it's very simple. It's whatever you don't have time for, you've not made it a priority yet. That's it. Number 10, it's about the journey, not the destination, which ironically, truthfully, means you have no clue what you're doing and you, you know nothing about where you're going. No goals, nothing. 11. I get to it when I get to it, man. What that means is that you're overwhelmed and that you will never get to it. Man, kind of harsh there, Dave. Nope. True. I'm being truthful. Somewhere, those thoughts may not be top of mind, but they are in there. So I want you to, we're going to go into now what to do with it, what to do about them. So these are questions to ask yourself, and I'm going to say them as you. So if you're driving along right now, you're just listening along, I'm going to ask these questions and I want you to ask them to yourself. I'm going to use it in first person. These are the things I've asked myself over time to help me purge myself of this thinking, especially when it's a limiting thought that is me trying to make sense of not operating at what? My true potential. These are questions to ask yourself and these are ideas to take action on. Stuff to do. Okay, so uh, do you remember what number one was? Number one was, I hate Mondays. Have you said that today? Have you heard somebody else say that today? Here's the question. What kind of goals and targets can I set? Remember, I'm doing this as you. What kind of goals and targets can I set that would make me jump out of bed extra early on a Monday instead of dreading the alarm? What kind of goals and targets can you set that literally would get you in a place where you're jumping right on out of bed first thing in the morning, early, BSU, you know what that stands for? If you know what BSU stands for, tweet it to me at David R. Bradley. Or hit me up on BitClout at David R. Bradley. Hit me up on it there if you know what BSU stands for. Number two, I'm not an extrovert. 
I'm not an extrovert. Now we say that that means uh, that, that you're okay being broke. So here's some questions that you want to ask yourself. Hey, what's my purpose? Am I connected to my why enough to where I'm willing to get and be uncomfortable and extrovert myself? We talked about this word um, a couple weeks back on the Wednesday Word. Extrovert, it means extra. Extra means outside, beyond. So what if it turned out that the word extrovert in actuality was a verb, something that you do? So what's your purpose? What's your motivation? Are you connected to it in a way where you're actually willing to extrovert, to go outside, to, be, to go beyond your scope? Three. Three was, I've got some stuff planned, which means I'm procrastinating. How do you put the stopper on that? What's your motivation style? Ask yourself that question. What is your motivation style? Are you motivated to move towards what you're after? Or are you like moving away from something that you don't want? Because you need both. And then adding time to something, well, that is so not going to make it any better. And if you're waiting for the right moment to start, come on. Like, when, when is the right moment to start? You know what you know when that is. There is no right moment to start except for when. Right? Say it a little bit louder. What time is it? What time is it? Okay. You know what time it is. It's now. Start. Which ties perfectly into uh, number four, which is, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, no, stop trying. Start doing. And do that now, okay? Master Yoda, do or do not, there is no try. And then Grant said what? There is no failure until you quit. So keeping this one simple, take action, learn from the doing. The wins, the losses, the goods, the bads, learn from the doing. You have to take action. Okay, number five. That's not my job. Now, I already alluded to what could happen if you use that in a sentence uh, at Cardon Training Technologies. But we also have a policy over there that says if the phone rings more than twice, it's for you. And I love that phrase. This gives everybody in our company owner's mentality. You take an owner's mentality. I don't care what you do. However you make a living, take an owner's mentality and assume full, 100% responsibility. Whatever your job description is, the bottom line is this. Your company's survival is your job. Because, uh, well, number one, if they're not doing well, neither are you. And number two, if you don't want to see your company succeed and you're not willing to go the extra mile, shit, you're in the wrong company. That's it. If you don't want to see your company succeed and you don't want to go the extra mile, then you're in the wrong company. And if you're in the wrong company, before you quit, 
Did you do everything you could to make it the right company? Remember, if something's out of whack, usually it's either due to perception or process or a combination of the two. Your perception, your process, okay? Mow your own lawn, water your own grass before you go looking for the greener stuff, okay? Six, money isn't everything. That meant what Grant said was, I've quit financially. And you're thinking, I haven't quit financially, but I don't think money's everything. And you know what? You're right. I agree with you 100%. Money isn't everything until it is. Think about the last time you couldn't do something because you just didn't have the money. Like when was the last time you could do something because you did have the money? Think about that. Do, do the exercise. Like think of a time, the last time you couldn't do something because you didn't have the money. Take a moment. You got it? Something you wanted to do, but you couldn't because you just didn't have it. How did that feel? That sucks. Now think about a time when you could do something because you did have the money and make it kind of bigger. Think about a vacation that you went on. Where would you have liked to have gone? Where did you have to go? Where did you stay? Where would you have liked to have stayed versus where did you actually stay? What's the difference? What's the difference in feeling? What's the, how does it feel when you actually stay at the place that you want to stay at? When was the last time you said something like, that's ridiculous when it comes to the cost about something? Was it motivating or was it discouraging? And if you made sense of it by saying, well, money isn't everything. Remember the statement that money isn't everything until it is. Money is a tool and it's a tool to be used. Now, I'm still working on getting my money right and I hope you are too. In fact, so is Grant. <laughs> okay. So is Kanye. Na, 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 na. Okay, you finish it. Now I got to play the song when we're done here. I didn't even tell you this though. If you're still trying to make sense of not having it, you're never going to have it. If you're still trying to make sense of not having money, then you will never, ever have it. Number seven, patience is a virtue. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And there's a huge dichotomy here. And I'm going to tell you why. So we have a sign in our office that I just love. Love it, love it, love it. In fact, I have a picture of it. I send it to people that haven't closed the deal with me yet. This is what it says. We're in a hurry to help people. Quote, unquote, we're in a hurry to help people. Now, Grant also teaches that speed is power. Now, both of these are 110% correct. And if you want to make more money, the more time you can take out of the equation, the more you're going to make, period. There is no legit argument to the contrary that doesn't digress into excuse making. So here's the dichotomy. You ever try to rush a tomato plant? Strong, strong, valuable lesson I learned from my good friend, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Growth is a process. And so if you're using the patience thing as an excuse to not go fast, to not operate from a place of urgency, to just let it happen, that's the problem. You need to watch them tomatoes. Those tomatoes, watch them, nurture them, water them, care for them with urgency because they are your 
food. Eight, put your money in an IRA or a 401k. All I want you to do on this one, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to look up the etymology of the word economy and then start operating from that true original definition. That's all I'm going to say on that. Hit the, the etymology of the word economy and start operating from that true definition. Number nine, I don't have time. What are the things you don't have time for? Like, for real. List them out. Now, inventory out your day by the hour. So list all the things you don't have time for. Now, inventory your day by the hour. 24 hours. What'd you do with the 24? You have 24 of them. What'd you do with them? Inventory it. Literally, uh, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, rock. What'd you do with each hour? What you did with that time, that's your priority. Okay? Got it? What you actually do with your time is your priority. So if what you don't have time for, it is not a priority, obviously. Why? Because you didn't do it. Make it a priority. And the time will magically appear. Guaranteed. Ten. It's the journey, not the destination. You know, it is the journey and the destination. Do not use this BS line or any of these limiting beliefs for that matter uh, to make sense of failure. Listen, uh, if God is real and the theory of evolution is also correct, then uh, as beings, we're made in his image and we're all on a journey of learning and winning. But if you don't have targets, destinations, then you're literally wandering aimlessly. If you need milk, you're going to the store. And if you don't know where the store is, what do you use? A map, navigation system, Google. And trust me, when you have to go to the bathroom really, really bad on a road trip, it's about the destination. You need to get there. Now, cool stuff's going to happen along the way. On any journey, cool stuff happens along the way. But that doesn't mean that you should disregard the end goal, which is what? Arriving, getting there. Another good friend of mine, Neil Donald Walsh, he says this, life is not a process of discovery. It is a process of creation. Oh, yeah, love that. Okay, number 11. I get to it when I get to it. That is code for I am overwhelmed and will never get to it. When was the last time you said that? I get to it when I get to it. And how did that feel? Who'd you say it to? Why'd you say it? Why did you even commit to doing whatever it was in the first place? Like you just confront it with yourself and anyone else that regarding this thing you're going to get to. That the reality is, you just don't give a shit at all. And that, in and of itself, is a sign you're not living your best life. You're putting stuff off. And then you're reacting to your environment. 
instead of creating your environment. So stop that. Stop that now. All right, so hey, last words on limiting beliefs. What'd you get out of today? Was it helpful? Okay, your environment, the environment you're in, it is a creation that you make. And it is determined every single day by your thoughts, your decisions, and your actions. The thoughts you have, are they good ones or are they bad ones? They're your thoughts. Okay. The decisions you make, the meaning you assign to the thoughts, what you do about the thought. You're going to keep it and act on it. You're going to chuck it and disregard it and, move and replace it with a better one. And then what do you do? Actions that you take. Right actions, the right volume, consistency, frequency, correction, and adjustment. Those are your actions. And this has been another episode of the Cardone Solutions Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Man, I hope you got as much out of going over these as I did. I love going over these things, and I love just checking myself before I wreck myself. Um, what did you get? I would love to hear from you, whether that's on Twitter, at David R. Bradley, or over on my new social site that I just started using, and I'm absolutely loving it, called BitCloud. Both my handles are at David R. Bradley. Check me out over there. Uh, if you need more information on our coaching program, these are the kind of sessions that we have, and we go deep with people. Okay, So if you'd like to do this once a week, Reach out to me and I'll show you exactly how you can do that and make that part of your reality. Uh, CardoneSolutions.com forward slash coaching for more information on our coaching program. CardoneSolutions.com forward slash coaching. And again, thank you so much for being here. Much appreciated. Share this out if you got some value from it. You know it's going to help somebody else. And the last thing, you know what it is. Be great. Nothing else pays. I'll see you soon.